Hey, welcome back to another episode of Spellstorm Miniatures. My name is Jeremiah, and I have a special guest with us today. I have Wes with me. Wes, say hi. Hey, how's it going? It's doing good. I'm excited to have this conversation. So uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, listeners, every once in a while, I'd like to do a community spotlight, if you will. And so this episode, we're going to highlight Wes. Wes is a, is a big part of our community here um, in the Portland area, even though he moved away. But we'll talk about that later. But um, <laughs> and uh, and um, I want to begin with a story, if I if I can, and and I want to begin with let's see, I think it was March twenty twenty. Yeah, I think yeah. that's where that's where our story yeah. is going to begin. The the, the first week of March twenty twenty. The first week of March twenty twenty. <laughs> so so you and I, so we've been friends for a while already. Mm-hmm. And and we've played a number of games together, and and you and I had similar work schedules where we were able to play, you know, during the day when the kids were at school, uh, you know, uh, a couple times a month, you know, once yeah. a week or whatever. We'd garage and, machine it up, yeah, yeah, and we just had <laughs> Song of Ice and Fire, yeah. and you know, in Frostgrave, and, yeah, you know, all kinds of stuff, stuff, right? Yeah. So then, you know, so then my my D and D group. We were we were looking at expanding. We were thinking about, you know, uh, uh, adding another game. And and at the time, we were we were playing every other week. And then we decided that we were going to move to every week. And then we would just alternate the games. And that's how we sort of managed participation. And so uh, so March twenty twenty, we're like, hey, I got this awesome friend Wes. I want him to join our group. And everyone was like. Sure, you know, come on in, Wes. And we had an in-person meeting uh, at our host house, and I think there were six of us around the table that day, and and we were all excited. We we're going to begin this excellent campaign. I think it was Five E Eberron. And this right? is yeah, this is like I think the Eberron, the new Five E Eberron book just dropped like in the middle of February. So like, so it's like. May- yeah, like brand new. So we were all real excited about, you know, right. not only 5e, but, you know, Eberron. That, that's my favorite. I, I, I really like Eberron. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, so we're going to do this. And then, you know, as everyone knows, the whole world shut down. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> we had, so we had one meeting in person. Mm-hmm. And then we quickly pivoted to, uh, I think roll twenty. Yeah, we. I think we tried to do some other stuff, and none of yeah. it worked. And then it, it was a slow trend. I mean, it took a couple months to get everybody kind of. Yeah, yeah, to kind of. But eventually, all of our us forty year old guys figured out how to how to work the computer and uh, all we get on there. It out. Yeah, and have we got the roll twenty. Yeah, and <laughs> and and I think and I think I was DMing, and I think I was DMing the. I think the starter story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the one right out of the book. Yeah. Right out of the book, and mm-hmm. and then we um, and then we just kind of we continued that, and then I got really really burnt out because I was having a million and one Zoom meetings, you know, and I got like I got super depressed in that first part of COVID, and and I I just couldn't handle a screen at all and and so um and i and i and and, you know and and dming is fun but like Mm -hmm. you know but there's like an obligation and there's you know responsibility and and a lot of pre-planning and writing out the story beforehand and figuring out kind of some idea and then everybody will go yeah no we decided not to do that and they go a different way and yeah of course then all your stuff goes in the garbage but (laughs) and you have to ad lib yeah 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 so So anyway um so I bowed out of DMing and and you took over, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Cause I, I think I asked someone else in the group, they weren't totally keen on it. And then and you jumped in. And and so what I want to talk about is uh is is you like ramping us up to the big finale and and what you did to prepare us for that. 
mm-hmm. because of all the DM camp, uh, all the campaigns I've played in, and of all the stories that we've been able to tell, you know, in our in our in my RPG groups, I've never had such an epic ending to a campaign before or to a story arc. At the yeah. time, we thought maybe we would pick it up again later, but we, mm-hmm. we still haven't. But mm-hmm. and so I want you to tell our listeners what everything that you did because it was amazing. And and I think and and like I still have the terrain piece you made and everything. Yeah. And so I, I think it was awesome. So talk to us about that. Yeah. So I kind of will. So over all of COVID, like we would have these, you know, and so we would work work on doing our weekly meeting. We would try to meet on Sunday nights. Some weeks we would it had happened. Some some weeks it wouldn't. But anyways, we we went through all, pretty much all of COVID doing this campaign. Yeah. And then right as we could kind of see an end to like the actual, I don't know what, what I don't know, it was never really locked down because I don't know, I worked through all of it. I don't know about you, you probably did too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but at the end, when it was like finally, excuse me, safe to, you know, have where you could gather in a group of like five people, I could kind of, we could kind of see the end of it. And I can't remember exactly what the date was now because it's been you know six months ago or whatever eight months ago yeah we finally decided we're all gonna meet for the final finale and as the as as the campaign kind of progressed the way that it worked was actually chad the other spellstorm mm-hmm. uh host one of the other hosts was part of our group too and his character was the leader of a village and this village was under threat from like uh, a, a different kingdom in this area where monsters are. If anybody's familiar with Eberron, they, they know the, the monster kingdom. Well, his village was going to be attacked by like basically an army of orcs and ogres. And the only way to do it to save them was to take the, so I basically set up like a, a seven samurai or magnificent seven, like village standoff. I gave you guys where you had uh that's basically where the story ended was like the party was like the magnificent seven and they had to yeah. save the village. And it's on this big giant, like giant rock in the middle of the forest. So it's a highly defensible position, but then you had basically an army of army approaching and uh i knew i had probably a couple a month and a half or two months to build everything so i actually got like in like the pink insulation foam from the hardware store and i made like a giant village (laughs) and i gridded it all out on top and i used like warlock tiles and i built like the watchtower on top and i painted everybody's minis and I painted basically an, an entire ogre army and orc army with, I don't know what all there was. The Oni was the, the actual bad. general for the army. And he was kind of the big bad for the whole campaign. Yeah. At one point he uh, had actually almost wiped the party. So like Jeremiah's character had died and a couple of other characters. So there was like big, big like animosity. And then we oh, made, yeah new characters i mean if you want to talk about that like how how your character first character died and then <laughs> yeah i don't even remember what that character's name was uh-huh but yeah it was yeah that was a that was a weird kind of encounter he was he was probably a little bit more powerful and you guys yeah I, I remember in the in the actual scenario where it happened everybody kind of lined up all at once to try to attack him and you guys were doing really well and you had and him then we basically handed handed you our our party on a platter yeah yeah so you guys had all like ganged up on and he only he was down to like two hit points at this point and i'm like thinking oh this is going to be my big bad for the whole scenario or for the whole campaign Mm -hmm. and you guys killed him and you were basically i think like level four or something and you had like basically already killed him and uh then you all lined up in a line and he hit you with a cone of cold and like half the party died. And I was like, Oh no, what am I going to do to, to like recover? Was, all in, in my defense, uh-huh. I, I had defensive stance. So in my yeah. defensive stance only works when I'm standing adjacent to a friendly 
Yeah. You know. <laughs> but it I did worked. what I was yeah. supposed to do. <laughs> uh-huh. it, it, it worked out weird, but I'm like, oh no. But anyway, yeah. so you guys got your your revenge in the end, though. That was pretty great. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. So for those of you uh, who can't imagine like what we're looking at, we're basically looking at um, this terrain piece that probably stands a foot, maybe six, a foot to sixteen inches tall, mm-hmm. and and it is, um, and probably two feet wide by three feet long or whatever like it's a huge piece it takes up took up almost the whole table right yeah it was it was a full i had it on a uh a, a three by three mat and it yeah. kind of hung hung on the edges of the mat off yeah you know and i mean and, it was a full village yeah and then you made a, a stairwell like this mm-hmm. awesome like to get to the top of the platform so mm-hmm. we basically had this battlefield on two levels Mm-hmm. And and so the army was advancing, and you know, and those of us with with range weapons were able to shoot down on them. But those of us with melee weapons sort of had to like wait for the wave to get to the top, mm-hmm. you know, before we can even get involved. Yeah. And so because the stairwell kind of created a choke point for those that you know couldn't fly like the Oni. Yeah, but, um, I I did try to make it a little bit fair, where at least they're funneled <laughs> into one place, and you guys could con- concentrate your attacks. Yeah. But that <laughs> was incredible, was like, and like yeah. you know, and we were playing on roll twenty up until that point. So so basically, uh, our first meeting was in person, and our last meeting was in person, mm-hmm. and everything else was in in between was on roll twenty, and so I never even thought about a miniature because we weren't using them, you know. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I did was search for a cool icon to represent my character, mm-hmm. and, and I, you know, and I found one. But um, and so for you to show up with the painted figure for me, you know, like this is your this is your guy, and I'm like, yeah, yes, my that looks like my guy. Well, was, that was, was perfect mini. I was so happy, and you did it for everyone in the group. Like everyone yeah. in the group got a painted miniature. You know, that was very much part of my motivation too. Is like I like I pushed myself. It was hard to get like I mean, basically I painted like a whole basically war machine army of like bad guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's not probably the equivalent of like a full Warhammer army, but it was probably half that in in yeah. you know in ogres and stuff. And not to mention building the terrain and putting all the train like. I had I I experimented with a lot of stuff like I had little tea lights that were little campfires. Remember those? And I flicked those yeah, on, and yeah. those were kind of cool. They were like campfires, and there was a lot yeah. of planning over two months. And uh, but I, I, at the end of it, I really wanted each of the the players because like we had really a fantastic campaign. I, I really enjoyed how everybody really tried to put their work into coming showing up to everyone. You know, even though some people miss sometimes, it's it became a priority in their lives, I think. And it was definitely a motivation in mine. You know, it helped keep me going. So I just wanted to show my appreciation to everybody for doing that by like, Hey, here's your, here's your, your character, you know? Yeah. I still yeah. carry mine with me. I I have it in my RPG bag. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> it goes with me everywhere. So yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And I wanted to, uh, I, I wanted you. To, I wanted to share this story and talk about this story because um, one, you know, uh, community spotlight. You know, you're a big part of the community. But um, of all the people that I know, like you are one of the few who are. You're just a prolific hobbyist. Like you, you get stuff done, and and I don't know, um, and I don't know how you do it. <laughs> you know and so what i what i want to do is sort of ask you some questions around that like maybe as we pivot away from the D campaign and and more to like traditional miniature mm-hmm. army stuff but i mean you can still reference that campaign it's fine but like how do you plan your projects and and how do you stay motivated to complete the projects and one of the things that you do as well and and I'm going to call you out on this one is, is, you know, you also help other people with their projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like sometimes. Me, yeah. For example. <laughs> <laughs> and so how do you, how do you find space to get your stuff done and other people's stuff done 
and get it all done because you never seem to fail. You always get it done. So like, so thank you for that compliment, but you know, I will tell you this much. I've been doing this for a, a long time, but all of the reason that I complete stuff now is because I failed so much in the beginning. And I think that's like a, a thing to really point out when people get like, they feel overwhelmed or they feel like, oh, this project isn't what I wanted it to originally begin with, or they get into the middle of it and they paint, you know, a, the first 10 man unit. And then after that, they're like, oh man, I don't know. Don't feel bad about that. If, if people are, that you feel bogged down after you paint, that may not be the army for you. You know what I mean? That may be like, oh, I thought, I, I guess what I would try, I'm trying to say is don't get down on yourself. It's not, this is supposed to be fun. That's, yeah. you know, it's, I use it as like a, like a meditative thing. When, when the world seems kind of too much out there, like I got too many things going on, works hard, this is that, you know, I got this going on in my life. This is kind of my little, like right now I'm sitting at my, little hobby desk right now. And uh, this is kind of my little area where I just kind of take a little breath and I go and kind of center myself. And that's, I don't know, that's, it's my enjoyment. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's kind of how I look at it, but importantly, don't get, don't get down on yourself with, with yeah. stuff. If they, if you get sidetracked, if you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I, I really appreciate mm -hmm. that. And I know that, some of our listeners need to hear that. Mm -hmm. I know I need to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, there's I, I had yeah. I, I've owned lots of different models, lots of different armies, lots of different game settings. If I got less than enthused with it, I would get rid of it. You know, and, and yeah. the stuff that I that I've, I mean, I've even gotten rid of stuff that I really enjoyed and painted all. It's at the end of the day, if you, it, the fun is supposed to be the actual building the models and painting the models and then going and using them and playing them with your friends. You know, if you built a whole army and you put it on the table and at the end of the day you said, eh, you know, it's not really, I don't really enjoy how this army plays or, or I've yeah. played it 10 times and it's not that much fun. I, I would enjoy something that moves more rather than sitting here in a solid block and move on to something else <laughs> and have, yeah. you know, have fun with that, you know? I did that with Age of Sigmar. Yeah, yeah. I think I went through three different armies before I, mm -hmm. before I found my my clinicians. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, there and there's so many good models now. Um, I I actually just got the that new Age of Darkness, the Horus Heresy box. Oh yeah, and uh, I'm having so much fun with those models. They are <laughs> so, they're just so clean and nice, and just it's it's fun to just paint. Old be beaky I, space marines. <laughs> I don't need another project. Yeah, I but know. <laughs> I I love the the old armor. Like mm -hmm. like I really really like the and and I just finished the trilogy of the you know the first three books of the. Oh, Horus they're Heresy. so good. Yeah, they're so good. Oh, yeah, I'm so. Mm -hmm. All I want to do now is play Horus Heresy, you know, because of I I love the story so much. Yeah, and. So, the, it, and and reading the books, you can pick out like one little character there, and then decide to build your whole like mm -hmm. army on on that. It's it's really a lot of I don't know. I'm having a lot of fun with that right now. That's my project. Other than you know, I have like I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, six units of halfling dog cavalry sitting on my uh, my desk right now that I need to get. <laughs> I know where those are going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I think, um, I think I, first of all, I love, I love that you, you resetted our expectations, mm -hmm. you know, um, don't, you know, don't beat yourself up. Don't get down on yourself um, because it is supposed to be fun. Period. And, yeah. And I love that you highlighted the three phases, you know, mm -hmm. it's fun to build, it's fun to paint and it's fun to play. Mm -hmm. And, and so, and so you need to make sure that you find your fun in all the phases, right? Yeah. Or, or even if, even if you don't like one of those phases, then 
get on mind taker and yeah. buy some built miniatures if you don't like building them yeah. you know if you if you don't like painting them find somebody who can paint them for you yeah. but don't get beat up on i mean like me i don't get to play much because <laughs> life yeah. and, you know what i mean but i still enjoy hobbying you know that's my my thing i enjoy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well you and i definitely need to roll some dice and yeah we need to make that happen. Yeah, um, I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, and then so we talk about that, mm -hmm. um, and and the fun part is a, is a motivating factor. Mm -hmm. Talk about that, mm -hmm. but then also another thing that you mentioned earlier when we were looking at the D and D campaign is when you have something that you're planning for, mm -hmm. like an event or you know like the big grand finale of our D and D campaign. You know, you're motivated to get those things finished, um, you know, so that you can participate in that the way that you want to participate in that. Mm -hmm. And I know, for example, you have an event coming up mm -hmm. that you're working on right now. What What are you yeah. working on right now? And what, what event is it? So I, they have a little, they have, Mindtaker has a, Mindtaker Miniatures up in Vancouver, Washington. They have a 2,500 point uh, Horus Heresy tournament going on on what is it august the 20th i'm sure you can look on their website and they'll they'll tell you um yeah, i love the link in the show notes yeah they're they're great over there i that's that's you know that's a just they're they're just great over there i i enjoy buying stuff and you can get a lot of old stuff that you yeah, they're they're just great i enjoy them <laughs> but anyways We're i'm gonna fans. go over there and, yeah yeah big fans i'm gonna i'm i'm working on a 2500 points of emperor's children for that and i think i'm pretty much there already i've nice. uh, yeah i uh when planning this project i i had traded some stuff into mind taker and i got like three or four painted units and that was kind of my my motivation to start this this okay. uh army because i got on their website i had traded some stuff in that i wasn't going to use that i had accumulated over the years and I saw somebody else had traded in a bunch of their old miniatures and man, the, the paint jobs on them were not the best, but they were like 95% done, you know? So I'm looking at them and, and I got like three or four units and they were good units. Like I got noise Marine, like the proto noise Marines. I think they call them cacophony. Nice. And I got those and they, they were like forge world. They're real nice, like sculpts. And I'm like, man, I can, I can really build off of this force. So that was kind of my motivation is I got, so I got those in the mail and I got, I looked at them. And so I based everything in a similar theme so that everything like looks coherent. And then I got my new box set a few months later. And then I started kind of planning what I was going to do to build the color scheme for the army. So I got online and I found what, what kind of, paint I was going to use that kind of already matched the scheme of, of the minis that I had. Mm -hmm. And then, so I got with this army, I went with like an underspray of alien purple from army painter. And that works pretty good. If you spray that down, that gives you a good purple base. And then I'm a big fan of the contrast paints. I use those for almost everything now. And mm. So I used a, a lighter contrast paint to go over the top of those. And then that really gave me my highlights. And then I did my, my panel lining and my, uh, my edge highlighting over the top of that and did my golds and my silvers and blacks and, and that there. And then I kind of touched up the, the, uh, other units that I had gotten from them and made everything into kind of a cohesive force together. And man, it's really, it's, I'm, I'm pretty proud of them. They look, they look nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I can't wait to see some photos. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I'll get them all together and I'll put some stuff on, on the discord server and everybody can I love see that. Them. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I love, um, I love that you, you know, you brought up Mindtaker in the sense that, you know, sometimes you can find a project that's, you know, 95% done in in your case. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and finish him the way that you want him to finish him. And, and you used it as inspiration for the rest of your stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and you're going to, you know, between that and your age of darkness box, you know, you're going to have a full army, right? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. 
I know I've done that quite a few mm -hmm. times where, where I picked up models on eBay or Mindtaker or something and, or guardian games when mm -hmm. guardian games used to do used, used stuff as well. And, you know, and, and I'm a, I like finishing projects. It's hard for me to start them sometimes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, see, you know, here's one of the things too. Like, I, I'm not silly enough to think like, you know, I'm an artist in any way or anything like that. Sure. But I've listened to like interviews with like comic book artists and stuff. Like, I used to think when I was a, when I was a lot younger, when I was a kid, you know, high school, like, oh, it, any kind of art or anything that that you're doing, it has to be solely from your own like yeah your own creative juices and your own ability to think this stuff man then i've listened to like a lot of interviews with like big comic book artists and, and they'll tell you right they'll during the interview i was i was interviews i was astounded that oh they're like yeah 95 percent of the stuff i'll trace or i'll s steal it off of this person or i'll look at the you know like it doesn't have to be all from pulled down from your guts into the universe. And, and you know what I mean? Like, it's just all of it is a little bit where you pull from different, different sources here, there, and, and then it all comes together into like a nice stew and then becomes yours, you know? Yeah. 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 I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Pull from your guts into the universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could be it. <laughs> but I get that. I get that, right? Yeah. Because as you know, um, as as a uh, you know, this hobby is is both like strategic and you know and, and gameplay, but it's also artistic and you know and expressive and and there's a lot of pressure on both ends to perform to a certain level. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, and the thing is, is, is that a lot of times that pressure is, is internal. Like it's, we bring it on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. And that exactly. And it shouldn't be yeah. that way. It should, it, like I was saying earlier, it should just be fun, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. So what I like to know is how do you handle, how do you manage multiple projects at the same time? Because painting halflings is so very different than painting space Marines. And, and I don't know how many other projects you're working on right now, too. Those, those are the only two I have right now. You're only two at a time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so how do you, so how do you manage your time or, or like what kind of, like, are do you sit down and, and write out like what you're going to do, like, so that you don't forget, like, or like, what is, what does it look like for you to, to, you know, to do that? So what I do is I have kind of a, so I'm, I'm lucky enough that I have like my own little hobby space in my office. Okay. So I'm kind of lucky that way. Um, so what I'll do is like right now I have a line of spray paint caps with blue tack on them. And I have a line in the back of my desk that I have halflings on dogs. And I have those all lined up. And then in front of that, I have some space marine rhinos. And I have five, the last five tactical Marines that I have to do. And, uh, but I have where I just will get everything organized into like, first I'll get everything built that I want to want to do in stages. And I, I try not to overwhelm myself. So mm -hmm. like with the halflings that I'm doing for you right now, like I said, I have like four or five units built. But then I will spend, you know, four or five hours just building stuff and then I'll get everything built and then I'll put all that off to the side and then I'll get everything primed and then I'll get everything set up and ready to paint. And then once I have everything set up, ready to paint, then I'll do it in stages of like all the arms, like if I'm doing like 25 or 30 uh, miniatures at a time, I'll go through and I'll, I'll set them all five or 10 on, on handles and then I'll do all the arms. And then when I go back, I'll switch colors and go back through and I mean, and just, and switch from colors to colors, but I don't know if I'm explaining it quite right. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah, no, I get yeah, it. Yeah. But 
I'll just go through stages of colors that way. And then by the time you're done with each one, you might, you might've run through your two hours that you have to hobby, but you put them down you go to the side and then you come back and do them again the next night. And, and I guess maybe the, maybe you were asking me earlier how I, I managed to finish stuff and get it done is I leave it on my table and I come, I, I make a habit of coming into the office and looking at them every day. So even if I don't paint them, they're sitting on my desk. And I know if I don't get some paint time in, then I feel a little bit bad about that. So, <laughs> you know, even if I didn't finish a, a miniature or 10 miniatures yeah. or anything like that, like I know, oh, those are sitting there. I need to put the brown on them or I need to put the yellow on them, or I need to do this, you know? Now you're, now you're like, you know, full-time employed. Oh you've, yeah. yeah you yeah. got a family, you got kids with activities. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, you're, you're not, you're like the average human right now with, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. with time, you had the mm -hmm. same 24 hours a day that we have. Mm -hmm. So realistically, you know, how many times a week are you hobbying and about how long is each session roughly estimate? So right now I'm pretty lucky. So I, I work for, and I, ever since I've lived in Oregon, I've worked for the school district and I, and I fix school buses. That's what I do. So I'm real lucky during the summers. I usually can work a, a four ten schedule. So I work 10 hours a day, four days a week. So I have like Friday, Saturday, Sundays off. So usually kids have stuff going on on Fridays and, I have like all day Friday where I'm, I can get up, make coffee, send kids off to do stuff. One kid goes, you know, to yeah. his job and one kid goes here. So I'm like, yeah, I'm home alone and I got it all to myself, just me and the dog. And I can put my headphones in, listen to podcasts and music and just hobby away. <laughs> That's where I get most of my traction during the summer. But during like the regular school year, I usually end up not being able to do that kind of stuff. So I have mm -hmm. to make time every evening. And what I'll do is usually get kids showers, everything ready for the next school day, send them to bed. And then after that, I'll carve out like an hour, like I'll chat, chit chat with my wife. She might have some stuff, but I always make like an hour or two in the evening after everybody's kind of settled. And then I'll go in and instead of watching TV, you know, I don't, mm. you know, watch TV or do that. I'll just come in and hobby for an hour or two. Yeah, I like that. Um, mm -hmm. I know during during COVID, the I noticed that our TV was on a lot more. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and. And me too. Like I would reach for that remote before I'd reach for the paintbrush. Yeah. Um, one of the things. And go ahead. It, and in the end, when you watch that stuff, like I don't know yeah. if <laughs> it hasn't benefited you in any way. I mean, if if you got I'd to rather have painting managers. Yeah, that's exactly that's where I look at it. It's like, do I want to sit and watch, you know, twenty twenty and see how somebody got murdered, you know, <laughs> or 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 get my Space Marines done. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or how many times can you rewatch Community? No. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, don't ask me because I've rewatched a bunch of times. Um, I'm right there. But uh, the yeah, so there's you said something in um, uh, you said you know you, you walk in and you see them on the shelf and you're like oh I gotta get the brown on them. Mm -hmm. That's. Uh, that's a point that's worth asking about. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you know brown is next? And and is it written down somewhere or like ahead of time? Are you like mapping it out or, or are you just kind of flying by the seat of your pants? You're like, brown is next or like this needs to get painted. And I feel like brown's the best color for that. Or well, like, yeah. What do you do for that? So how I always approach a manager and, the, you know, I will I will say something for the older style of GW and even the privateer press older books, they were much better when they were doing books. When you actually had something in your hand 
and it would tell you what color they used and how, and they would spell it. Mm-hmm. I know white dwarf does that too, but it seems like, like, like newer, like white dwarfs and hobby mag there's, or, or even like if you get on YouTube and you watch like cult of paint or you watch like some of these higher level painters, like their stuff is so involved. They're, they're getting onto like, two brush blending and using an airbrush for everything. They're using these advanced techniques. The old, like my first book was second edition Warhammer fantasy battle. I got, and I still have that book on my shelf and it has no cover on it. It's beat up, but it had such great artwork, but literally they would get in there and they would show pictures with the mini and how to, how to paint a miniature. And so I always kind of, my default way of going back, back to those is I go to like the deepest part of the miniature, which is like the skin. And I'll start with skin. And if it's like the halfling dog cavalry. So what I'll do with those is like, I'll do the skin on all the halflings and then I'll do the brown for the fur for the dog. And I'll get that knocked out first. And then I'll go in layers out, you know, then it'll be like, if there's leather underneath the armor or there's pants or something, I'll do the leather or the pants and then I'll come out and do the shoes and the armor. So it ends up where like the shields and the spears and the helmets are like usually last. And one that starts you at the most sloppy layer in the bottom with the skin and anything that needs like uh, extra layers. But it also, as you work out from the inside of the miniature out if you have little mistakes it's just on the top like so say you're painting a helmet and you are using metallics and you come down onto the face of the miniature and you hit the end of the nose well you've already probably highlighted the end of the nose anyway so getting back into your into your paint jar and putting another little highlight to cover up where the metallic hit on the nose is not a big deal it's just going to give you a further a further highlight, you know? So I, I feel like, like using that technique kind of will help you with any little, little flaws, but it'll also mm-hmm. make things a little easier on you in the end. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and, and this is a practice method. You said you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But you, mm-hmm. you, you approach many of your projects in the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I imagine if you had like a centerpiece model, where maybe you have a single one of, you know, you might, you might have a different strategy or, or do you do the same? No, I I do the same, but what I will do with those, like, like when I painted the big Skaven demon. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I, I approach it in exactly the same way, but what I'll do there is I just like, if I want to put more, like it's not a Kings of war halfling soldier. That's going to be in a regiment of 40 with, with 150 more sitting on the table. Obviously right. those are not going to get the, the level of detail that a huge Skaven demon is going to get, you know, but I'll, I'll just break those up into like, okay, here's the face. I've got all my base stuff down that I did and I still worked from the bottom up, but say I wanted to do the eyes a little more then I would just work on, successive layers of shading in there and shade it up. And then I would go from the eyes into the face and then I would just tackle one arm at a time. And like each one of those might be, you know, one hobby session where you sit down and you do like the face for an hour and you just work on the face for an hour. And then the next time you get a chance, Oh, work on the hands for an hour or arms or, but I do break them up into pieces. Like if it's like a big centerpiece model like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. And, uh, and, I, and I wrote down the sloppy layer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's so true. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when, when, a, when an artist or when a painter, when a hobbyist starts out, you know, they, you know, they want to make sure that their painting looks good and then they, they get all exact and precise, even yeah. on the yeah. layer that no one really sees. Mm-hmm. And they spend so much time on that and maybe, Maybe they can spend a little less time on that and more time on the topper layers. Well, yeah. And that, that's the thing is like, if you're, if like, 
I'll come back to the halfling dog cavalry that I'm working on right now because I'm, I'm doing that. Like if you paint a light golden brown all over to make them look like a golden retriever and you're painting the fur and it gets up onto the leather layer and you know you're going to come back with a darker brown over the top of that, it's not a big deal. So if you get sloppy yeah. with, with that, you can just kind of put it on. I mean, obviously you, you want to use thin paint. All, all that kind of stuff. But if you're getting it up onto another layer, but you know you're coming across with a, with, with a darker paint, it's not really that big of a deal. I mean, you just try to be a little more careful when you come back over, you know? it's, it's yeah. And that's how you kind of sacrifice a little bit of uh, speed for precision. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. you just kind of figure out how you're going to kind of work together with that. <laughs> I like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, just maybe a couple more questions, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, you know, after the Horus Heresy army that you're going to build, mm -hmm. um, or that you're building or finishing up right now, what's your next project for you? Uh, oh, well, I have sitting up on my shelf right now. I mean, and I've been, I've been bad. I'm, I'm going today. I just, got a good deal on a bunch of high elves that are <laughs> these are <laughs> models these are models that i wanted since i was a kid you know what i mean uh, they're they're just great models and i i don't yeah. need another another rank and flank fantasy battle army but i'm i'm gonna get them <laughs> but i'm <laughs> i'm sitting here looking at my shelf above that my other project is sitting on i've been working on a tomb king's army which mm -hmm. only has like bits and pieces of actual like tomb king stuff from the 90s or whatever but the man they make so many cool like 3d print stuff and third party stuff yeah like i gotta get that but also on top of that like the war games atlantic skeletons that i'm using as a as a base they're just such good models oh. and like like i just i love everything that war games atlantic is doing right now like yeah if if i could just like i mean I like, I mean, I like my new Beaky Marines and I like, but man, their, their stuff is just so cool. The stuff that they're doing right now. Yeah. And I know that like when they come out with the Lands Knight Ogres, uh, I'm going to end up with a whole army of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, uh, we fawned over them in, in my last episode. Yeah, I know. When Big you had fans of Wargame. Yeah, Warcraft. when you had him on, I was like, oh, this is so awesome. It's really cool. Uh, uh, that was that was my favorite episode so far. I really enjoyed listening to the guys from Wargames Atlantic. Because yeah. I just think, like, what they're doing, like, all their production, everything, doing everything in hard plastic, making stuff where it's affordable for everybody, where you could build whole armies yeah. for not, not a lot of money. I mean, they're they're just doing fantastic stuff. Well, and get this, like their kits mm -hmm. aren't that expensive. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then when you buy multiples, they even give you further discounts. Oh yeah. They're, they're just, they're yeah. an awesome company and they, they've moved all their production here to the United States. Mm -hmm. So they're, I mean, they're just, they're, they're just a fabulous, I mean, yeah. and, and not on top of the way that they're doing business, but they're just, they're, the, the actual miniatures are just, if any, if you dealt with them at all, they're just, they're really good, yeah. really good, high quality miniatures. Yeah. yeah. We, um, uh, that's why with, with companies like War Games Atlantic mm -hmm. makes me want to play more minis agnostic games. Yeah. You know, totally agree. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because like, I just want to support them and, mm -hmm. and I want to put those models on the table more and more. And, and the thing is, is there's so many options to play. You well, know. that's where, that's where I was at with this. Like I bought this army because I wanted to build those skeleton kits. Yeah. I, I, I didn't have any Tomb King stuff at all, but I bought a couple of the boxes of the skeletons and I put them together and I was just like, these are so good. So I put together a few regiments and then I got on mind taker and I found like, here's a, here's a Tomb King Prince. Here's a, unit of horses here's the and, and just bought, and but the core is those that skeleton horde of just fantastic miniatures you know yeah yep. i feel like uh yeah i feel like mind taker and war games atlantic should probably 
probably sponsored this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, well, you can you can tell what my favorite is. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's fine. There's some yeah. of my favorites too. I'm mm-hmm. I'm big fan of yeah. and big fan of War Games Atlantic. Yeah. So, you know, when you thought a couple minutes ago, you, you you mentioned you know how many rank and flank games you know can you play or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got so I've got my Skaven for Age of Sigmar, which technically isn't a rank and flank game, mm-hmm. but but it's you know it's a fantasy battle game and and I've got you know these halflings for um, for Kings of War and then I've got some elves for that I was going to do up for the Ninth Age mm-hmm. and and recently I was thinking to myself how many different rule sets can I have in my head and I don't know how many I can actually keep in my head anymore and and so I'm thinking about actually taking the elves that I have and, and making them, you know, compatible with, uh, uh, for Kings of War. Aria. And, yeah. Yeah. I was, mm-hmm. I was last night, I was looking at the rule book and I was like, wow, I think, I think I can probably field a, a good size army for, cause the point, the, the point stuff is different. And also like the, the construction is different, but, but I think I will get more Kings of War games in than I will the ninth age games in, but I don't know. Well, like, what do you think? We'll see you... what. So what I've done with my Tomb Kings is I've made them where you could do either. You, oh. I, so what I did is I have the what what is the, the the regular size movement trays that are the same for Kings of War. Well, for so for a 20, 20 by twenty square base infantry, mm-hmm. if you put twenty of them in on a on a on a base. It's the same in Kings of War as it is in uh, the Ninth Age. It's that oh. that same measurement. So okay. what I've done is I've I've got my movement trays and I got tin and I snipped that out into and fit it down into the movement trays and then I just put magnets on the bottom like little those little tiny magnets and magnetize yeah. all of them. So if it's for Kings of War, you just can move the move the whole base. And take the whole base on and off. But if then if you're playing ninth age, you can pick each individual individual yeah. soldier off. So it makes it where you can use them for either. Yeah. I should do that. Yeah, it, it, it's really pretty easy to do too. It, it's literally, I mean, okay. The the tin flashing that you can get at Home Depot or wherever, and it's some tin yeah. snips, and you just cut them out. Oh, that's yeah, set them down in there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Solved. Yeah. I know what I'm yeah. gonna do. Yep. So makes it easy. Cool. A little bit of glue, some some Amazon magnets, you know, get yeah. three or four hundred of them for ten bucks and yeah. go to town. Yeah. Right on. Okay, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Well, Wes, this I feel like this conversation um has been I've been wanting to have this conversation for a long time. And and I'm really happy that you agreed to come on yeah. and I'm really Always thankful. a pleasure chatting with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just really <laughs> thankful. I mean, you're so positive and, you know, and you're, you're, a, you're a great member of the community. And so to be able to just to, you know, bring you out and highlight you and, and what you do, it makes me happy. Um, the only other thing I want to, I guess, finish with for our listeners is the, um, you know, stuff that we have going on right now. At the moment, the only thing we have going on is the monthly book club. And have you, have you participated in any of those? You know, I want to, but I'm, I'm so like, I like sitting down to read for me is <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like my, all my reading is like, I'll put in my headphones and you yeah. know. <laughs> well, allow me to introduce to you uh-huh. the audible app. Yeah. Oh yeah. Amazon. Oh yeah. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually how I listen mm-hmm. to the first three books of the Horus Heresy, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, as I'm, you know, as I'm working or as I'm driving or shaving or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, whenever it's just me alone, I'll be listening to it. And, mm-hmm. and so this month, the book is the forever war and um, by Joe Haldeman. And, and I know that this episode is going to drop the day after. And so I, I am, I should say the month, the book for July is Forever War. And and I think technically this episode is going to drop on August 1. But um, so as people are listening to this, it's too late to participate in the Forever War. But <laughs> um, but in the Discord server, we have, you know, we have um, 
you know, they have channels dedicated to the book club and who knows what August is going to be. But, but I love the fact that, you know, that audible exists because I can imagine you just sitting there hobbying, listening to the forever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I've been listening to, I just finished Fulgrim from, nice. you know, obviously with my, my, uh, emperor's children and then yes. now i'm uh now i'm listening to the first first of the fabius bile books i think it's what clone lord or one of those i it's, don't know those ones oh yeah they're 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 40k ones so yeah, yeah he's a he's an emperor's children like the original apothecary for the legion and now Got he's it. still still in 40k pretty pretty gruesome character <laughs> okay okay yeah. right on right on yeah yeah well you know, uh, we all, you know, we alternate. A lot of times we pick books that are kind of inspiring for our hobby. And, you know, like Starship Troopers and Forever War, these kind of stuff were very influential for, mm-hmm. you know, on, on 40K and stuff. And 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 then sometimes we read, you know, um, a rule book. Uh, like last month was an RPG rule book. And, and that's, that way we get exposure to other things. And that's good. So... So I just say, if anybody's interested, maybe our listeners, you know, if you're on the Discord server, uh, just pay attention to the book club channel to see to see what's happening there, and then um, and then do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any any parting words as uh, as before we wind, wind down this episode? No, just have fun. I mean, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Just keep it. You know, keep keep trucking. And when things seem like they're overwhelming in life, just go sit down and you know make something hot to drink and. Uh, Sit down in your little hobby space and kind of block everybody out. And, I love know, it. Do some Space Marine shoulder pads, you know? There it is. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you to everyone for listening to our show. Uh, you know, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know how we're doing. The best way you can support the podcast is uh, by telling your friends. Uh, other ways you can do so is in the uh, show notes. There's a couple links to uh, some other um, online dealers where we have some affiliate links. Uh, if you make a purchase, you know, a small portion um, will eventually get kicked over to us. Um, we also have a Patreon and Kofi and all the stuff, the usual stuff. But best way to support the podcast is to tell your friends. Uh, with that, go out and hobby, have fun, play games, paint, build, do all the things. Thanks, everyone. See ya. Thank you.